While I'm thinking about it, I just wanted to take this moment out to clear up some past comments that I've made surrounding white men. Um, if you're a loyal listener of the show, you know that um, a ways back, uh, I was going on and on about, you know, feeling a ways about being in a predominantly white space, my PWI that I um, am thinking about no longer attending, but we just gonna stay on that um yeah i was i was really in a space where i was feeling upset because i felt like white men were paying me no mind and i couldn't understand why and i think in my mind it wasn't even so much about white men it was just that unfortunately for myself i've always the 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 majority of the people that i've been surrounded by have been non-black and as I've taken the steps out to decolonize the mind and to understand the ways in which white supremacy manifests itself in our world, I can now see that I was suffering from just that. And uh, you know, you almost like look back on certain moments, you just like wince. And that's one of those where I just, I, I was thinking to myself the other day, like, oh, I can't believe I actually said that on this public ass platform. But um, you know, I'm, if anything, I'm just grateful to God <laughs> that these white men didn't pay me no mind. And that, um, yeah, because, and, and, and not to sound radical or extreme or whatever, but the more educated I've become, the more that I've seen, the two decades I've spent here on God's green earth, I can't reconcile seeing myself with a white man. Or even... I, <laughs> and I understand that being gay and black and, and looking for that in a partner, that's... Um, and, and even beyond that, finding somebody who has some level of emotional intelligence and is, you know, has some height and, um, you know, obviously other qualities that I, um, you know, fancy... I understand that all of that is a battle within itself, that the dating pool is already limited and I have already just such a select choice of, of individual, individuals to choose from. So that complicates things. But at this point in the competition, I just, I can't, I can't see myself in an interracial relationship. So I... I, I so to, to reflect and to think about that there was a time when I was like frustrated and upset and longing and lusting after um, the colonizers. It's like, wow, like I'm just so far removed. I can't. So all that said, black men, holla at me. <laughs> now, speaking of black, Miss Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I think it was now. Sorry, I'm a little late to this, but you know, COVID and my mental health. Bear with me. She released this trailer for an upcoming project that's going to be released on, I think, exclusively on Disney Plus. I believe July 21st is the release date called Black is King. Um, I think it's supposed to be a visual um, moment for the album, The Gift, that she released in conjunction with the Lion King project from last year, which I loved. I loved Bigger. Bigger was my song. That, 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 that is a morning anthem. You need to wake up, look at the sunrise. And who that that one scalped me. I love Find Your Way Back, Other Side. That's a, I mean, it was a great body. I, you know, I liked how Beyonce has kind of rebranded um, herself and really embraced or reached a point in her 
career to where she is able to proudly proclaim that she listen y'all I'm a black woman and I'm well aware that I'm a black woman I never I don't think she ever tried to just because she threw on a blonde wig and you know had to play the game in order again to get where she is now I don't feel like that was her selling out in my opinion but let me let me let me set it up so of course Beyonce looks you know, the wrong way and she gets backlash. Y'all like to criticize her for every damn thing because y'all can't accept a black woman just being that damn good, in my opinion. Now, I've done a fair amount of talk about Miss Beyonce, Giselle Knowles Carter on this show. And uh, I think it's clear about my stance when it comes to her. I think that she is so masterful at what she does. And for that alone, I think that that garners a level of respect for her to really dedicate her life to what she does and to be so good at it. Um, But... Again, as I said, ever since she stepped out on, in 2016 at the Super Bowl, singing uh, formation with her fist up in the air and, you know, all of the, the, the Trumpers and, you know, the right wingers saying, oh, my gosh, she's disrespecting our flag and police. She, she's disrespecting the police and she's so anti-America. And we know what all of that means. So I'm going to entertain that. But... Because anytime it's pro-black, that means anti-white for some of you. But some of you are just willfully ignorant, and I just have to know what that is. But, you know, somebody said something very interesting. Uh, I believe it was, I have to give credit. I think this was on Instagram. Somebody by the name of the Philip Micah. Um, I want to read a little bit of it off to you, just so you can maybe um, get your perspective on um, what this individual said. Let's get into something. Beyonce's image is perfect. Pretty much always has been. Everyone knows this. Beyonce is synonymous with excellent, perfect, the top, and the best in modern society. Beyonce is a black woman. Black women are not supposed to be seen as perfect. Black women in general are not seen as perfect, but instead dehumanized, demonized, and marginalized. Over the years, people have and still do try to push this dehumanization, demonization, and marginalization on Beyonce in several obvious ways, but none of them have worked. Her image has remained for decades perfect. I think lots of the bitterness the Black community has against Beyonce comes from a crab-in-the-barrel mentality and a box Black people are supposed to fit in. Black people are told that they're supposed to struggle. Black people are told that they're supposed to stay marginalized and in a box. Beyonce's image, career, and success are not synonymous with struggle, and her career has not stayed inside any kind of box. Many Black people don't associate Beyonce with certain areas of the Black experience because they don't associate Beyonce with a struggle, even though she has most definitely struggled. They don't associate Beyonce with being viewed as less beautiful, less valid, or less worthy because Beyonce is uniquely in society a Black woman who is seen as perfect. Many, many people are and have always been subconsciously angry at Beyonce about this, which is why they've tried to portray her as somebody who doesn't give, uh, doesn't love being Black. And now that she is proclaiming that love for her Blackness, they try to tear her down and call it inauthentic at every turn. But it's okay. These subconscious projections will pass. LMAO, everybody will be watching Black as King. You're right about that. Um, Yeah. And and then, uh, you know, with the backlash, Mama T, Mama Tina, she even felt the need to, uh, you know, click her fingers because she's in quarantine and saw y'all dragging her baby and said, you know what? I'm not about to have this. Not in the wake of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. Are we about to sit up here and drag a black woman? Like, come on, y'all. And she she uh, she posted a lengthy message on her Instagram. I'm trying to see. Can I condense this somehow? Because I just read a lot. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She said... 
It's really sad that the women who shout the loudest protect the black women, woman, uh, that they are the ones that are trying to tear her down. Sisters, wake up. Beyonce was taught from a little girl to lift other women up and not tear them down. She went on to say, uh, Beyonce is not your enemy, but you swear that she was. I love what this post said because uh, somebody, yeah. So you get the idea. Um, You know, it's a very interesting thing that Beyonce, I'm familiar and I've referenced her VH1 um, driven, I think it was actually a Destiny's Child driven special, but because Destiny's Child is Beyonce, no shade to Kelly and Michelle or the former members Latavia and Latoya, but we, every group has, you know, that one person who really drives it and that's Beyonce. Um, and in that doc where we kind of got, you know, the story of the making of the world-renowned group Destiny's Child. We really got to see Beyonce during her childhood and how even then it seemed like people just hated on her for no reason. I think it was um, Solange was up there talking about Beyonce never had no friends growing up. And then Tina was like, you know, once upon a time I, I went up to this little girl and I said, well, why don't you like Beyonce? And she said, I just don't like her. So she's been dealing with haters like y'all since childhood. I'm sure she's good off that. Um... I think Beyonce has this uncanny way of really bringing out people's projections. People do a lot of projecting when it comes to Beyonce. And I think that that post that I was reading really speaks to that. I think that um, because she is so talented, because she is so beautiful, I think she made some of y'all feel less than. And, 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 and that makes you come at her. I, I'm even saying it doesn't really make sense to me. I, I, I feel like when you see a black woman who's out there, especially of Beyonce's stature, who is trying to connect to her blackness and her culture and to, to and even as Tina said in her post, aren't y'all tired of seeing movies with us? Like we've seen enough The Help, 12 Years a Slave, movies where black people were shown and, you know, when it, black trauma seems to be um, you know, the basis of the storyline. It's nice to have Beyonce who's, you know, doing things like Beachella where she's bringing our culture to the main stage, doing things like Black is King where she's, you know, starting to um, just just depict us in a more positive way and, and to uh, explore our roots that have been stripped from us on account of, again, white supremacy. Say it with me. That seems to be the theme of um, this show in America and the world. Um... So, yeah, I, I, I just, I don't understand. I, I just feel like it's, it's not warranted, personally. Um, I don't feel like it's, it's, it's phony or fake. Um, you know, and I, I, also, recently, like I said, as I've taken the steps to decolonize the mind, I have even, I, I felt like, damn, I really am an Akata. And I was sharing that with one of my friends, um, you know, a couple weeks back, Akata, for those of you who don't know, that's like, a, I think, an African, like, it's like a, almost like a derogatory term for, like, African-Americans, you know, because we were forcibly removed from our homeland, to put it euphemistically, um, you know, with that comes your your culture being stripped with you also. And so, so many of us, you know, Black Americans are bereft and longing for, you know, that connection to our roots. And often, um, there is a divide when it comes to us and, you know, Africans and West with people from West Indies who, you know, see us, you know, striving for um, that education and, and, and that, um, you know, 
process of embracing our culture, you know, they almost kind of look down on it or might say, oh, you're doing it wrong or whatever. There's always some sort of criticism, but there's never that seem. There seems to be a lack of trying to help us to connect. And so it's not it's not phony for Beyonce to try to be connecting to uh her blackness because she's a black woman. And I feel like often y'all forget that. But some of y'all, again, just willful ignorance, I feel, is just a name of the game. And y'all like to be outraged about something every other day. And I get it. So, you know, that's just what it is. But B, you keep y'all fists in the air, girl. And like this person said, everybody's going to be watching anyway. So whatever. Oh Lord, I wish my parents would turn on the damn AC up in here. It is the middle of July. We are in California. I'm up here sweating like a pig. Okay. And I already spoke with the menopause anyway, so that doesn't help. So the other day was the 4th of July, which I was supposed to post this earlier, but again, mental health, quarantine, other things. So forgive me. Um, I didn't celebrate the 4th of July because I don't believe we have shit to be celebrating. Just look around, y'all. And so I took the liberty of posting to my Twitter, Happy Malia Obama Day, because for those of you who don't know, yes, Princess Malia Obama was born on July 4th. So to me, that's Malia Obama Day, girl. I, I Listen, black people were still enslaved when the Declaration of Independence was, you know, signed. So as far as I'm concerned, my independent, I still would. So yeah, there's that disconnect. And so... Uh, you know, my tweet actually happened to do numbers. I was actually surprised. It actually took off more than I thought it was going to. And you would not believe the maggots who were in my mentions and just spewing all of this. Like It was like such a fiasco. I was seeing, you know, people all like just shit that I, I'm like, y'all can't possibly believe this shit. You really can't. Otherwise, you really are certifiable. They're talking about Michelle's a man, that Malia and, and Sasha aren't really Barack or, or Barry and Mike's kids, as they, they said, because they're trying to insinuate that Michelle's a man and that they can't. So just all sorts of bullshit. I'm like, and this is why we have Malia Obama Day. And I'm saying, fuck 4th of July, especially this year, because again, we don't have shit to celebrate. And, you know, that's kind of, hence the title of, of the show uh, this week. Um, America, congrats, girl, you a shithole. I'm sorry. I'm, wasn't it just reported that um, today, Florida is like the leading coronavirus epicenter in the world, not just in like our country, but the, the, the whole world, the globe, it's crazy. And the fact that we still have a lack of federal leadership that um, your president is, 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 I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. I'm gonna clamp my tongue, but it's just, it's just been a lot. And I just feel like, now more than ever, we really got to get serious and we really got to get on one accord because it's not getting dangerous. It's been dangerous. And for everybody who was saying four years ago, well, let's just see. Let's just vote them in. Let's just see what happens. We've seen. OK, and I don't feel we can take any more from this man, from this administration. We, we collectively Truly, we need to not and not only just in this election, but in local elections and, and, and just we need to um, treat treat these um, elections like they're no joke because they're not. And uh, if, if, if y'all want to celebrate the 4th of July next year, let's give us a reason to celebrate by booting Agent Orange out of office. Now, that's all I got to say for now, y'all. I love us for real. Y'all stay safe out here in these streets. Protect y'all peace. And um, 
I'm going to hit y'all next time.